All right, guys, welcome back to Real Fan Sports Podcast episode. Pete, I'm here with my two hosts, Jacksonville Finest. You already know who it is. We got some spooky vibes tonight, apparently. A Halloween episode where we got astronaut Jacksonville, <laughs> Julian. Yo, it ain't got, uh, <laughs> Miami's Finest, Gabe over here. We had a lot to talk about this episode. World Series recap, major moves happening in the NFL, and of course, UFC. I don't know why I was the only one that dressed up. Jojo calls me and he's like, yo, let's just dress up for Halloween. And I, I'm like, all right, cool. I was just like, I got like a bunch of NASA shit. So I was like, okay, we're just going to put it on. Like, let's go. I'm going to be an astronaut. And then I get on and these <laughs> motherfuckers are playing <laughs> basketball in the finals. Like they're trying to recap, like rematch against each other right now. Okay. Heat versus Lakers. Honestly, honestly look. That's actually a good point, but you know, I decided to dress up tonight as uh, Goat James, so I am dressed up for Halloween. Goat. Gabe, you're muted, you by the way. Gabe, yeah, this man. <laughs> Gabe, you're oh, muted. Don't pull your back out. Trying to turn, bro. I don't think he knows he's muted. <laughs> about to hurt you, so. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I can see the little icon oh, by your thing. Welcome, Gabe. Welcome to our third episode. Glad you can make it. I'm glad to be here. So spooky. Halloween <laughs> is tomorrow, or is it tomorrow? It's Saturday. It's the thirtieth. I think it's the Saturday, right? Yeah, November first is Sunday. November first is Sunday. I don't know why. Yeah, I, so I think it's Saturday. Oh, because that's the last day to vote. Early voting lasts until November first. That's why I know that. Y'all vote yet? I voted already. Yes, I'm sir. Not yet. I'm supposed to go this weekend. That's my vote. Yeah, have until Sunday, November first. Yeah, I was gonna do last week, but I want to think about it a little bit longer. Yeah, I voted earlier today, so that's why it's on my mind. I don't know why, but yeah, it's about the first. What's your state, anyways? What's going on, man? Nothing much. All right, so we got a lot of signings, a lot of trades this week. Uh, First one that comes to mind, Mister Antonio Brown. Getting signed to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Gabe, what's next for Tampa? Yeah, it's got weapons. I mean, listen, I think that's a pretty crazy signing. Uh, Antonio Brown, obviously talented. Uh, I don't think he's forgotten football. You know, he had his run a little bit with the Raiders, and he jumped to, what, the Patriots? He played for like a week. I remember I his first game when he came Raiders. back with the Patriots. He had like a big touchdown. Yep. He had a couple yep. touchdowns. He had a couple touchdowns. Um, and then he only played for like a week, right? It was a short time. It wasn't long. Was it? um, so and he got a I think it's a pretty good sign. Down the street from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, like he, right I mean, down the street. Miami, so, it was a Hollywood. So he, it, yeah, it, it makes sense that he'll go to Tampa because that's an easy drive. Like, you know what I mean? You can just rent an apartment over there and then, you know, because he lives in South Florida. So I think it's a pretty good signing. I, I'm no, I don't know. I'm not you know, a huge fan of Antonio Brown off the field, but if you want to win football games, I think Antonio Brown can help you. Now you got to deal with all the headaches and everything. After that, you're gonna have to deal with him hey, in the locker room. Hopefully, and- hopefully, he's a changed man, and he realized, you know, <laughs> he found God. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. It affects everyone around him, every single person. I don't think, honestly, like, what was that? I was gonna say, what do you think about uh, Antonio Brown, Julian? I was gonna he's say, like, players are gonna have to win. I don't think he's going to make a difference, honestly. I think, well, he's not even going to play this week, I don't think, because COVID protocols. I think he has to wait till next week. 
but even so, I mean, I I could possibly see him like stepping in like towards the end of the season, like really playing a role. But I think right now Tampa has a good groove right now with Charles Goodwin and and you got Evans and then Gronk seems to be back. You know the running game. I I don't think they're going to really mess with that cohesion right now. And I could see him possibly even playing in the slot. I don't see him playing on the outside. Uh, I I don't think he's going to make a big difference. I think it's going to take because he hasn't played in almost two years. I mean, if you want to count that one game uh, in New England, <clears throat> but I mean, and then I mean, all it does is help Tampa. At the end of the day, it's another weapon for Brady. It's exactly. another person to, exactly. to guard on the field. Uh, the defense is already stout. I mean, if Antonio Brown can come back and play like Antonio Brown, I, he's definitely not going to put up the numbers like he was in Pittsburgh because you got too many other guys on that team. But if he can just you throw him in the slot, I think he can help a lot. I, but overall, I don't think it's going to be that big of a difference. He might get a couple yeah. of catches at the end of the season, but I don't think it's going to be much. I mean, I, I personally feel like there's just someone else, you know, worry about if you're on the defensive end, you know, they make substitutions, everything. You, you see these backup guys, even if he's a backup and you got Brown as a backup, you're still going to be on your heels. You still got to play tight defense. So I feel like teams are still going to worry about him. Again, you know, he might not put up the numbers or get the playing time he's used to getting. But if he goes on the field and does what he has to do, you know, gets catches, yards, you know, a couple touchdowns here and there. It'd still be a threat. Man, thinking about that for a second, Mike Evans, Charles Goodwin, Gronk, Ronald Jones, Antonio Brown, and a pretty decent offensive line. Sounds like a defensive headache to me. And you got another. T- and- like, you got to feel it. You're stressed out. You're like, yo. And then if that Howard. <laughs> that man, that man, that man. And the rotation's good because, especially in the tight ends. I mean, they probably get the best tight end room in the game once How- once OJ Howard comes back, and then that break guy he's not playing too bad. Fournette's back. I don't know how much of a difference he's going to make, but I mean that team's good, and that defense has just gotten better. I, uh, I'm curious to see what another person does. every single game. People try to count Brady out. He's adding more weapons. They try to say he's a system quarterback. Well, like I've said the previous two episodes, he's just proving everybody wrong. And now to get this major signing for them, whether he plays a lot or not, it's still, you know, a, another offensive threat. I will say, though, I think that I don't know how well Tom Brady would play if he didn't have that team. I mean, that Tampa team is stacked. And I mean, yep. is it that team or is it Tom Brady? Because. I don't know. I mean, their play action game is incredible. Hey, man. A little bit of both, right? Yo, you got these weapons, man. You need a quarterback to deliver. So, and that's so look at the Patriots now. Yeah. Him. And that's all Tampa really needed. Like, they were, you know, they were an up and coming team. It's just that Jameis threw interceptions. Like, you, you didn't, Jameis would throw the ball everywhere. So, um, and all the, they needed a quarterback. And luckily, you know, Brady fell into their, into their lap. Um, but I think they were they were kind of primed to be a good team, and now this is just like another, like another weapon. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Winston crazy. got that LASIK now. He's got LASIK. He's good, and they need him a chance. <laughs> he was is he even starting. Is he even playing? Uh, he? He's playing for. Uh, he's a backup for New Orleans. Oh, hey, okay. he might be the future. Drew Brees next year is he going to be there? 
Is is Winston yeah. learning? He's got, he got lace. He's got lace. Before that, Taysom Hill's on the field more or at quarterback than uh, Taysom Hill couldn't even get on the fucking field. frisbee. Bro. Like, let's be real. <laughs> but if you look at the league, you you know right now Tampa is five and two, so they are right now one of the teams in the NFC with five wins, and the, probably the biggest competition is going to be the Saints. Um, those are two really good teams. I mean, they also have Carolina, but I don't think Carolina's going to make it out the division. But they, um, they made moves, man. They're trying to get Antonio Brown. They want to stay on top um, of their division. I think they'll make it out, and you know they'll they'll be. I think they'll be in the playoffs. I mean, this is a playoff move. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, what is the, what is New Orleans' record right now? New Orleans is. Uh, they're four. They're just they're a one one game up on uh, Tampa's one game up on the Saints, so they're like four and three or four and two, three lost. Um, but there's. I don't know. Yeah, uh, look at it. Let me check. That's but, yeah, there's, there's, it's a playoff move. No, that's a that's a Super Bowl move. Listen, he's not trying to waste any more time. He's already past forty. Every year he's back in the NFL. One goal, another ring. <laughs> that's it. So, no, it's yeah. the only goal for this guy. And I think Antonio Brown didn't want to go anywhere else but there. Maybe Seattle. I mean, dude was working out with Russell Wilson earlier this offseason. Shit. They- they could have used them in Cleveland now that uh, ODJ is out. OBJ's, yep. Sad, sad. Hey, man, <laughs> sorry to see this guy out, but healthy recovery, man, for real. All right. Well, speaking of Brady's old team, I'm telling you, New England looks like they might be putting Stephen Gilmore on the trading block. Probably the best corner in the game right now. Uh, Makes sense. I don't see why. I could kind of see how Bill Belichick might be calling this season. Like, you know what? It's not worth it. I think that this is it. I think he just. I think he just wants to. I think New England. They have to rebuild. They they just have to. They have to clean slate. I think they might get rid of Edelman too. I, I think you get rid of Edelman, get trades, get picks. I mean. Get rid of Stephen Gilmore. You could probably get a first rounder for him. Honestly, I don't see why you couldn't. Oh, if it weren't for these uh, injuries for Edelman, you know, constant injuries. He's already missed a couple games. Uh, some time out last season, he was injured. Was was the last season or the season before? Last that he was injured. But yeah, man, this I, I think I think Julian's right. You know, they gave it a shot with Cam as quarterback so far. Uh, even him, is, he missed a few games uh, during COVID. If uh, Bill might be ready to <laughs> call it quits and start a reboot, who do you think is going to go after Gilmore? It, who's who's he calling? That's a good question. I think he's going to take whatever best offer, but you got to think about maybe people who need secondary help. I don't know. Uh, I think maybe Seattle. teams that are going to hunt. I think Seattle. It's a perfect fit. They need it. They just picked up Carlos Dunlap to help up that that uh, defensive line. Which is another big signing that they did. Like uh, they're making moves. They got Jamal Adams. They got now they got Dunlap. I they need to they need to do something because Arizona exposed them. A couple of teams, Cam Newton exposed them. That defense is bad, and I think I mean they already got a. I think they can. I don't see why not. Like go for them. I think them maybe uh, Kansas City. Why not? I think Kansas City could use secondary help. For Stephen Gilmore, you're gonna have to give up something. So I, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna give up because you know right now Seattle's hurt. You know, at, at running back, 
Um, I think I heard that DJ Dallas, one of the UM, he's a former UM player. It's probably going to get the start because, you know, all their running backs, they're like on their fifth string of running backs. So you shouldn't trade for Stephen Gilmore, but, you know, he's a top player, a, a league player, a uh, league cornerback in, this, in the league. And you got to give us something. You just can't get him for free, right? This is not like, uh, you know, some fantasy trade or something that like you just give him peanuts for Gilmore. So, I mean, wh- whoever needs defensive help, I mean, I don't know. I can see him on like Chicago. Chicago has a pretty good defense, uh, but. You got to give up a player for him. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what you give up. I think, I think Seattle, I mean, I don't know if this Dunlap trade is going to do much. I mean, I mean, obviously it's going to do something, but I think bringing him and Gilmore, I mean, I think that instantly makes them a lot better. And I, I think you got to do it. I think you can pick up a running back on the street. Like you find these running backs that come out of nowhere. Uh, Very true. But I was going to have a breakout season as well, man. Especially I mean, with maybe running bats, maybe running the Packers can pick them. I mean, it's another, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, "What's a good team that needs defense help?" Like, it's definitely a good team. Like, I don't, I don't see him going to a trash team. There's nobody's going to give up whatever it is for him. I mean, it can be any team, really. I don't, I don't really know who's available. You know, it could be the Saints. I figured if, I, if I'm going to be traded, especially in the middle of the year, I don't know if he has to uh, get player approval because a lot of times in the contracts you need approval, especially from a top player like that, um, to be traded. So you have to get like the player's approval. So, um, or if they can, I don't know. You know, I don't know the specifics of his contract, but I don't want to go to a freaking winning team. Don't send me to like I don't know the Vikings or something, some garbage. Don't send me to Dallas. Don't send me to Dallas. <laughs> no, Dallas ain't picking up nobody. Dallas is another one in the free agents. Sure, the Jags. Yeah, <laughs> it could be the no, no, I don't see any bad team getting rid of picks right now. I mean, they need the picks more than anything. I mean, look at I think Cowboys are calling this season too. I mean, look, they just got rid of two starters, got rid of Don Terry Poe on the defensive line, and they got rid of that guy that corner early. I don't, I, I never heard of him. I can't imagine he being any good, especially if he's on Dallas. But. Dallas, I, they're just they gotta get they're get just get rid of people. Just get younger. I think New England's doing the same thing. You just gotta get rid of people to get picks, get younger. I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Newton doesn't come back. Like, just get rid of some guys. And then you also got Will Fuller from Houston, and there's talks of him possibly going to Green Bay, which I think would be massive for Green Bay. That would be really good. They, they really need a lot of help over there. Um, you know, they just yeah. got back Devontae Adams, which is probably their best wide receiver. Um, but, you know, it seems like he's the only one that really produces for them. Um, yeah. Even Lazard's though they had a breakout game. They had, I forget the other guy's name. Lazard. Um, he, but, he's, he played yeah. really well, but he got hurt. He's on IR right now. Fuller Fuller to Green Bay yeah. Would, yeah. would be a good decision. I mean, I think, I think he's a good player, and he can definitely will definitely shine with, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, so that that could be a good move, you know. We'll see exactly. what happens. Just especially weapons for these guys, man, because you know he's this guy's been balling out, bro. Partner him up with Aaron Rodgers. Houston should just get yeah. rid of everybody, though. That's another team. Just get rid of people, man. Just rebuild. Just like you're gonna hold on to these guys for what? And I think picking because Green Bay they got Aaron Jones, who's a stud at running back. I mean, you said you got Devonte Adams. You need that what's that tight end's name? He's actually been playing pretty well. Um but, no at uh, Green Bay. Um 
I don't remember, but <clears throat> you had Alan Lazard who came out of nowhere this season until he got hurt. So you need to fill that hole. And then once he comes back, I mean, you're talking about Will Fuller, Devontae Adams, and then the Lazard guy. That's a pretty stacked lineup. And then you got Aaron Jones running the ball. Like, I think they can they can do really well. I mean, you just need that defense to step up. But I think Aaron Rodgers definitely needs another weapon, 100%. And I think you give up. I mean, when does Green Bay ever trade for anybody or sign anybody big? It's like, just go after him. Not, you need it. You're you're going for a playoff run this year. Like I don't see why you why you don't. You do whatever you can right now. I think there's a couple teams this year. You do whatever you can. I think Seattle's one of those. I think Green Bay's one of those. Tampa's one of those. New Orleans. Just just bring guy. Do whatever it takes. This is the year. But okay, who, out of all those, who do you think would be the Biggest pickup and the biggest trade, or who already has made the biggest difference out of Antonio Brown, Carlos Dunlap, wherever Stephen Gilmore, the dream situation for Stephen Gilmore, if Will Fuller goes to the Packers. Um, I think Seattle because Seattle needs the help, and I think uh, Dunlap is going probably going to give the most help. You know, like we said with Antonio Brown, he's just like one of like. Uh, other guys that that are talented on that team, and yeah. he, he, you know, he'll he'll. I feel like Antonio Brown's going to disappear into the background. You know, what I mean, he, you might see him pop up in a couple games, but he's not going to be putting up, you know, ten catches, a hundred yards, or anything. That's what exactly um, I was saying. Yeah. So, and Seattle needs the help. Um, you know, with their comp, um, uh, they need the help on defense. You know what I mean? Because that that helps relieve some of the pressure off of Russell Wilson running the offense. You know. Yeah. I mean, they're they're playing great. They're they're staying in these games because of the offense. Uh, but like like Julian's been saying, they're they're getting exposed, man. They there's no way you give up that many points to the Cardinals, no matter how tight that game is. That's that's just way too many. What, was it forty something? Yeah, it was like in overtime. I mean, that's, that's third overtime game. Was that carrot? Was that New England game overtime game? So Wilson's been keeping them alive. It's honestly weird thinking that the Seattle has a bad defense because for. Years, years they've always been known of having like one of the best defenses in the league, and I think that they have well, they getting, right now. And that that twelfth man crowd, that twelfth man yeah. crowd, bro, keeps them in. That defense, boy, <laughs> dude, like, yeah, I, I I would have to say that. I think, it, I think I would have to agree. I think Dunlap is a huge pickup, and I think if Steph, if they can work out something. Which I feel like they could. I don't know what it'd be if they can do something. They could pick up Stephen Gilmore. That'd be huge. That'd be absolutely massive. Like, I mean, you already got three Pro Bowlers on defense right then and there. And then you got to the offense. I think the offense will always keep you in games. Russell Wilson always keep you in games. And that's just how it is. I could definitely see that. Let's talk about Cam versus 49ers, bro. We've seen that game. Wow. Not a pretty that one for New Orleans. Yeah, the closest the game was. You know why it wasn't pretty as well? As uh, my starter quarterback was who? Fortunately, Cam Newton. So you bet I was watching that game, bro. Just short stats, guys. Uh, he completed, what, 9 of 15 passes and three interceptions, guys. Trash. So yeah, 30% of his throws. Like, 
Going back downhill. But who's the blame? Is it him or is it his receivers or the defense he's playing against? Like, I think they're pretty, is he out of a groove? They're, they're pretty thin. You know, the Patriots are pretty thin. So that's why they started talking about shopping uh, Gilmore. Um, they yeah. need a lot of help, you know, especially now Julian uh, Edelman's out with the knee surgery. I also have him on my fantasy, so I just had to pick up, put somebody on waiver for him. Um, they're pretty thin. Like, they don't have really big names. Maybe – Cam Newton is your best player on offense. And if Cam Newton, the Patriots are going to go with Cam Newton. So if Cam Newton's having a good day, the Patriots have a chance to win. And if he sucks, then they have nothing. You know, they're pretty thin um, at uh, maybe their next best player is uh, Burkhead. Rex, um, uh, yeah, Burkhead, right? Yeah. Um, but they, they, their running backs are pretty weak because they shuffle. They have like a three, a three man. Uh, they run a three back shuffle system. Yeah. With James White and Sony Michelle's have been really quiet. I had to drop him on another team. Um, so, and Edelman is probably the next, you know, Edelman was their best like receiver, but now that he's out, he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. It's all about Cam Newton. And he's not again. Cam Newton is, is, uh, LeBron James on, on, you know, Cleveland before he left for Miami. You know what I mean? He's like the only good player. He's going to take you. If he's doing good, he's doing well, then, um, then they're going to be okay. They're, they're going to need him to run. You need a kick. Or touchdown. Little passing touchdown. Field goals. <laughs> all two points. Hit some field goals. He's going to hit some home runs. You know what I mean? He's going to have to get some. Uh, so give the water on the bench. <laughs> yeah, he's going to do everything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think I think that team as a whole is just bad. I think it's bad. I mean, they have absolutely no weapons. And, I'll, and like, they weren't even when Edelman was in there. They're not even targeting him. Like, they're not even looking at him. I think he, the weapons are terrible. I think Cam Newton honestly hasn't been playing that well because he's he's just throwing bad throws and he's making bad decisions. And you can blame the receivers, but there is, like, I would say all three of those, pick, all three of those picks are his fault. Like, yeah. the, two, the two went directly to the other player, and then the third one, he – he underthrew or he threw it behind Edelman and Edelman reached for it to tip back. And I mean, maybe he should have caught that, but at the end of the day, he still threw it behind him. Uh, and it, his ball just looks wobbly. He didn't set him up for success. And his ball just looks wobbly. Like it just, it doesn't look. I'm watching him play and he just, I don't know. And then the play calling was like really suspicious, which is weird because Josh McDaniels is probably the best, one of the best offensive coordinators in the game right now. And, I think you just got to run the ball. Like those receivers are just God awful. And I think Cam hasn't been the same since he's came back from COVID. So I don't know if that's affecting him or what, but he's just making bad throws. He's making bad decisions. I mean, granted, there's nobody on that. But you just got to, you just got to run that ball. Just run it. What do you have to lose? One four on the season right now. You know what I mean? They got players out. They're two and four, like I said. Defense isn't really doing anything great. They just lost by like twenty-eight points last game. Uh, I don't see any hope from here unless they make big moves. Which, like you said, you don't know. If, you know, they might be wasting their time, or if they should just scratch the season off. But two and four. You think it's too early that they're calling it? No, because you're still in hope. You're still in the division. Like you can still make the playoffs in the division right now. So this week coming up, I think uh, you know uh, they play the Bills this weekend. So this is going to be their a division game that they play the Patriots. Um, and you're still in it. I mean, uh, there's not the chance. You know, I mean, it's not time to jump the ship yet. I mean, you still got to stay the course and and try to come up. That's why they're putting up Gilmore. They're trying to get something to see if they can put together um, some wins. 
so I mean, you're still in it. I mean, I, I don't I don't have high hope for them. Um, obviously, um, you see what happens when you lose a quarterback like Tom Brady. Like, you know what I mean? How you can see the greatness. You know what I mean? So I think they got to change. Yeah, the they lost LeBron, right? bro. <laughs> lost LeBron. That's what happened. They got to change up the play <laughs> calling. I feel like a lot of it's play calling. Like it's like some of the stuff. I'm like, what are they doing? Like, why are they doing this? Like. I feel like they're not being put in a position to success. And the defense, I mean, they just did a complete 180. What, last year they were the number – weren't they the number one ranked in the, the – probably at least like top 10. They were a really good defense. They're the only reason why they made it to the playoffs. Now that defense is god-awful. They're terrible. Like, they can't get any pressure. I mean, those are, those secondary is getting burnt. Like, they're just getting toasted like a motherfucker. And it's like <sighs> – it's there's not a lot of talent on that team, and for them to really, I mean, if if Buffalo has a bad run defense, and if they just pound the rock, they could probably beat Buffalo. But honestly, I don't even think they could beat Miami. Like, I, I don't know what happened. Can they beat the Giants? Probably. <laughs> but the weird thing is, it's like before Cam went out, or. Even like again, I mean, they put up good games. I mean, even against Kansas City, like I think if Cam Newton was in that game, they would have beat Kansas City. I mean, one of my favorite games, man, was against Seattle, bro. Such a it was a duel, man. It was a battle. But then they just get smoked. Like, that, that's the Cam I want to see. That's the Cam that has something to prove. He came out, like you said, you don't, you don't have COVID. Has anything to do with it? He's been playing lousy, or if they lost their weapons, or anything else is going on, they're just losing chemistry, but. Need to see that fire spark out of him these next games. If you know, you're gonna want to have a chance. I just don't know what. See, he maybe, do. maybe, maybe Cam is just you know because he had that surgery. So maybe this is just him on the decline. You never know. So I mean, we gotta see what these next upcoming games do. This is gonna be a big game this weekend because you have a division game. So you know, yeah. if if they lose, because right now you know uh, Dolphins are three and three and they're two and four. Um, if they lose, that's gonna put them in third place in the division, and you know. You got to see the Dolphins. And right this now, the point differential. And New England Patriots are minus 28 point differential, meaning they 28 points got scored more on mm-hmm. uh, the Patriots team. So they're not putting up enough points. And the Dolphins are plus 47. So, I mean, that Seattle game is the only game they put up points. Like, they're not putting up shit. Like, there's the so, game that they won is squeezed out. Like, so it's understandable of why they're trying to trade or get something for Gilmore right now because. Right now is when you got to start winning, especially when it comes to the divisional games. It's you know it's not all hope is lost yet, um, but still, if if you can't win the next couple weeks, I don't I don't see the Patriots make it to the playoffs. There's, there's, there's another quarterback we were talking about last week's episode who was supposedly on the decline, and Julian Julian was going ham over there saying we should get rid of they should get rid of this guy Baker Mayfield. Standing game, yeah. comeback win. In winning drive touchdown, he proved us wrong against one of the worst defenses in the league, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> man, you can't just give the man his credit. <laughs> you know, I will say, I wonder, I wonder if Odell not being there really made a difference. Hear me out, because think about it: when Odell's in the game. Everybody, all they're doing is all they're telling Baker is like, throw it to him, throw it to him, throw it to him, throw it to him. Whatever you do, just throw it to him. 
And I think with him being out of the game, it kind of opens him up and maybe feels him more comfortable to where he can go out there and he's like, you know what, I'm just going to throw it to the open guy, which is what you should in the first place. But when you pay all that money to Odell, and then honestly, I don't think he was really worth that much money. Odell's never, I mean, Odell's been good, but I don't think he's ever been like that great, honestly. I think, I mean, he had a couple great catches, but like when you look at his career as a whole, like, is it that amazing? Like, not really. I mean, he's just a big pounds, no yards on the passes. You know what I mean? And I think Julio Jones out here. I I think it helps. I, I really think it, it helps really Baker. I think it helps Baker. I think it, it takes the pressure off of him to like having to throw it to Odell every single time. It opens the field up to where now you have no choice to like. And I think now you have all those weapons. You, you can actually utilize it now. You run the ball more. I mean, did Joe Burrow looked great. He looked amazing. That game, that was just an awesome game. That game came down right to the end. I couldn't believe that Baker threw that touchdown right, Literally right to the second. Like, that was insane. Pick that week was the Bengals. That was my pick. No, but you got that too. Yeah. You picked Cleveland. I picked. Oh, wait, never mind. What am I never mind. Yeah, I'll that, take you that did. back. <laughs> you, you're the only one that got it right. We, me and Gabe picked Cincinnati. Because I, I was I was talking shit about Cleveland. I thought Cleveland was this dumb. Mayfield, oh, he started the game 0-5 passing and then finished. He had 21 consecutive receptions, which actually broke the record. Yeah. 21. Here's what I say to Baker Mayfield. Do it again. I guess yeah. a good team, a playoff True. team. I know sorry as Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. I have no Do faith. it again. They lost 37, what was it, 33 to 7 against Pittsburgh in your division. You, that's a statement game. I don't give a shit if you play, play Joey Burrow, who has fucking the most sacks on the league. Who, he's about to die by week 12. Like, he's. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cincinnati look good. They they look better, but they're they're not they're not shit, dude. They're not they're not Pittsburgh. They're not Baltimore. And those are the teams you gotta have to beat in that division. It's just, and they already lost last week to, to to the Steelers. So, I mean, they still you know again they still have a shot to make it to the playoffs. They're five and two, right? Uh, I think the Ravens had a bye week last week, so I think Ravens are five and oh, five. And no, one. they lost. their five and one. They lost to Kansas City. Five and one. Okay, and then the Steelers, you know, so, um, you know, that very contested. Those are all good teams. And, you know, same thing when we're talking about the Patriots. You're going to have to beat those division teams. So you already lost to the Steelers. So whenever you come to play the Ravens, they lost know, those the, are really good teams. Didn't I lose about Baltimore already? I don't know the whole schedule. I'm not a Browns fan. I know, but I thought I remember hearing them play them. I, I don't know. Yo, so speaking of Baltimore, they just picked up Yannick Ngakwe. Now the Jaguar, best Jaguar, Saxonville reunites in Baltimore with Campbell and uh, and Ngakwe. This guy's got, I think Ngakwe has six sacks and Campbell has five because he got four in that one game. That Baltimore, man, they're making moves. They're trying to win. Yeah, that, that division is ultra competitive. You know, um, I saw the Ravens, they played the Ravens. Uh, the Browns played the Ravens week one and they lost. It's like 38 to six or something. So 
you know, that that's going to be a highly contested division. Um, but I still think the Ravens and the Steelers, they're just really good. They're really good on offense and defense. It's kind of with Cleveland. You don't know what's going to happen. Like if they're going to be productive is, you know, Baker Mayfield going to go off again. Is this, you know, is the last week, it, the last week uh, we get, you know, not average uh, Baker Mayfield or is this week uh, average Baker Mayfield? So um, it's also competitive. Like I, I'm not really, I don't really care too much about the Browns. They win or lose. It doesn't really matter. You know that you're the Steelers team. coming out the division. Browns are your favorite team. You love talking about Baker Mayfield. Every week, he loves it. He, he watches every game that, intensely. Things people say. He's as much as he loves the guys, bro. Bro, he's just too, the thing is with Baker's, he's inconsistent. And you can't you can't deal with somebody who's too inconsistent like that. It's, it's the most, trust me, I know it is the most frustrating thing in the world when you have an inconsistent quarterback. And like I said, maybe not having Odell helps. I mean, we'll see what the end of the. I mean, is Odell done? Like, is he done for the season? Like, can he, is he coming back? I forgot what. Exactly I think he's done was. for the season because uh, no, he had surgery. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he's yeah. done for the season. Um, let's see. But let's see here, if that's the problem. Let's see if that's the problem. Um, I, I don't think it's a problem. I think Odell Odell is going to hurt the Cleveland Browns because Odell. What Odell does is he draws you know two two defenders or. You know, two Double three coverage all day defenders to his own. So if you notice last year, people were saying, "Hey, what's going on with Odell? He's you know he's not producing, he's not getting his yards." But Jarvis Landry still had a good year. You know what I mean, so that's that's what Odell does to you. You have to you know cover that guy you know two with with two or three people, and, and that allows other people on the offense to to be productive. Um, so if you lose a receiver like him, not to say he's like a big receiver, but he is very fast and he can cover all over the field. But now that he's out, that I think that put, puts more pressure on the offense itself. So we'll see um, who steps up. You know, I think uh, last yes or last week, uh, Njoku, their tight end, had a, a, a touchdown. Um, we'll see uh, what's going on with the running backs. Um, but I think that puts more pressure on the wide receivers if you lose a guy like um, Odell Beckham. Um, he he, it's gonna be, it's not gonna help them win the Super Bowl. Yeah, let me Chubbs, just tell you that it's not gonna help them get out of the division. Chubb's on IR. I mean, all they really have a running back is. Kareem Hunt, I mean, that, that, I thought that hurt a couple weeks ago, not having Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But we'll see, because, I mean, one moment they get smoked, but the next they win, and somehow they're, what are they, four and two? Yeah, they're still, they're still in. Like, Which is shocking. I feel like they're way worse. You get some game-winning drive, and then the next game you might lose by 50. Then, you, you know, have another close game, lose, and then, hey, does something miraculous, and then you're on the bandwagon again. Speaking of Pittsburgh, though, in that division, Pittsburgh-Tennessee game was the game of one of many games of the week. That, was, that game was so good. There were so many good fun. games this week. It's fun. Dude, man, Tannehill, he's honestly really surprised me. He's, like, genuinely surprised me. I would have never thought. I mean, this man, Gabe, Gabe's, like, boy. crying over here. He's like, yeah, we got two of them. Look at you. Know. <laughs> Tannehill's gonna be MVP. It's gonna be MVP. <laughs> AB, you never know. I don't know. Nah, I highly doubt this man's gonna be MVP. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing well, but he's not MVP. Like, let's not. Derrick Henry is trying to say he's he's the MVP. Uh, that Tannehill's the MVP. He's like, AB, come back. <laughs> you can blame it all on me. <laughs> blame it all. You want a case? <laughs> Hell no! I want two, dog. We got two this week, man. Give me Tua. Right, I've seen him like back. years of Ryan Tannehill. I've, he's done what he's done, whatever he could have done 
it wasn't enough. So whatever, we got to. Now you're missing the best version of him. You're missing the best version of him now. <laughs> uh, ben, yo, Ben is back. <laughs> ben is back. I thought Ben was done. I thought he was done coming into the season. I was like, man, he everyone, everyone thinks Ben is done. Everyone, every year they say Ben is done. He's back, man. Juju's, Juju's like re- reinvigorated with Claypool in there. Like that team is stacked, man. And that defense is unreal. That defense is so good. I feel like Ben's been playing since I was in elementary school. Ben's been like, playing for his guy as long as I can he is the Steelers. He's the franchise. I'm like, this guy, like, is he ever going to retire, bro? <laughs> he always is hurt. Like, it's like, man, how many problems this guy has? But yeah, he comes back, trots his ass on that field every single year. And he always balls out. Like, I don't. I, and man, the Steelers are no joke. They're no joke. I don't. I would say they're the best team in the AFC. I don't think there's a team better in the AFC. They might say, uh, Kansas City and Baltimore, but no. I mean, we'll see you this week. This is going to be a big game, Baltimore-Steelers. If Steelers do what they did to Tennessee, if they beat Tennessee, I mean, if the Steelers beat them, they got to be the best in the NFC. I mean, look at that. I mean, they beat- This is a statement game for Baltimore. Statement game. They lost to KC. They're going against another, you know, top-ranked team, Steelers. Like, for them, because their ultimate goal is a title. Lamar Jackson was a title. This is a statement game. You got to get a win against the Steelers. And that defense, those those additions they picked up. I mean, like I said, picking up Nagakwe was getting that trade from Minnesota. Like that was big. That's really big. And then that guy Patrick Queen, that dude's stepping up. He's playing well for that rookie. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be a close game. I think Pittsburgh, man, they just look good. They look really good. And honestly, Tennessee looks really good because Tennessee took him down to the wire. And I was always on the fence of Tennessee because they're undefeated, but they beat like some no-name teams, except for Buffalo. But Steelers, they they're the they're the real deal. Like I'm I'm actually really surprised. I did not expect that. Game man, it was like a shootout. There's all kinds of turnovers. Um, it was one of the best things I saw Sunday morning. I think it was the first. It was the early game, like one o'clock. Yeah, game. it was a one o'clock. Um, yeah, it was fun to watch, man. I had fun watching it. Like that that made like sports fun. Like I don't have really a dog in the fight. Um uh, yeah. they're both pretty good teams. They'll probably be in the playoffs, they'll probably see each other somehow if that's how the brackets make it out. Um but that was fun football, man. It's better than looking at a fucking Giants uh, Eagles or some dumb shit like that. Man, there were some I mean, you gotta talk about the Atlanta Detroit game. That was a great game. <laughs> I mean honestly, I didn't watch any of it. Honestly, even the I had the red zone on for the one o'clock, but yeah. even um even the Jaguars Chargers game, like that game came down to like a couple plays at the end. Like, I'm glad we lost, but <laughs> I'm glad we they lost. Came play too close. Junior was like, no. Bro, even the, Jet, even the Jets put up a fight. I was like, yo, come on. Man, really I was like, yo, rooting I against need, his own team. It's like, yo, I really need the Jets to win. The Jets had a 10 0 lead against Buffalo. And man, the Jets are just so bad after that. They scored terrible. They scored 10 points. And I swear, every time Red Zone went back to that game, fucking Buffalo was in Red Zone. Buffalo was in the Red Zone every single time. I'm like, what the fuck? They never left. They never (laughs) left. I was like, did the Jets even get the the ball? (laughs) Sam Darnold is so gobble. He's so trash. I mean, don't get me wrong. That team is awful. Sam Darnold is bad. 
And I'm like, God, you guys can't score a fucking field goal. I was like, Buffalo, that was your game to win. Like Buffalo looked bad. They they're missing field goals. Josh Allen didn't look that great. I was like, come on, Jets. I was like, come on, New York. I wanted them to win so bad, and they just couldn't fucking do it. They couldn't do it. They're they're worse than the Cowboys. I think we made it official. Worse than the Cowboys, the Jets. Uh, What was another good game? I don't know, man. I don't know. That's close, but... I mean, technically, they are. They're 0-7. Nobody else is 0-7 like the Jets, so they are worse. It doesn't matter, bro. Yeah, I just need them... I need them to win against the Giants. I just need need them to beat somebody. I need them. But, man, I mean, another great game, Seattle-Arizona. That was... That 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 and Pittsburgh and... Even the Detroit, I mean, there were just so many good games, but that Arizona game was amazing. Real quick, real quick about this game. Why this game was personally great for me. All right, no backstory. Let's get into our fantasy real quick. You know, made a few mistakes, you know, didn't make my substitutions that I needed to make for this fantasy. So I find myself down 50 points with one player left. That was another Tyler Lockett. I, I'm sure you guys saw the game and saw what happened. This man got me, a fi- what, 53 or 54 points that I needed. I was watching the game like this. This 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 can't be happening. Three touchdowns. What was it, 200 yards? And I was, the, the one time I'm down 50-plus points, the last player gets me the points. That, that's ridiculous. Only fantasy, bro. Only fantasy. Yeah. That's it. DK Metcalf did nothing for you at all. He was invisible. He had you know, two he catches. Like only two times or something? Yeah, I had yeah, two. Lockett went off, man. Lockett went no off. No way. Bro, bro, please. Yo, I needed that. I please, needed that. Please tell me you guys saw that clip. A fucking Metcalf doing a 100-yard sprint down the fucking field. Dude, that that man's going to get busted for roids. I'm telling you. There's no way a motherfucker Honestly, that big, that heavy. That big and that heavy to fucking fly, dude. I think they they said he was uh he ran like twenty three or something. That is yeah. insane. And look at the heart. I mean, he was yeah. he was behind. He was no and he was the ball. He was on the other side of the field. Came across, chased him down. Yep. You should have been on Twitter and through players and, and through players. And I was like, dude, I couldn't believe. I mean, I then when you watch the game like through like you know live, it, you don't see that. You see him catch yeah, up. Yeah. But I mean, only see the ball. well, especially to get that from a wide receiver, because you know how wide receivers are. They're just a bunch of divas. They're just a bunch of bitches for a lot of the times. But this motherfucker, he had heart like this man. He he's going to get busted for PEDs. I'm telling you, I'm t- <laughs> there's no way that guy's a freak of nature. And then did you see that? <laughs> you see, um, did you see what uh, uh, what's the quarters, the corner's name that he got tackled? Um but did you, see, did you see his response to it? It was. <laughs> I, I was watching all the memes there. You should have seen all the memes on Twitter. Twitter had the 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 get out meme, you know, where the guy's like running. <laughs> like, yeah. This is this is uh the the cornerback looking back at 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 uh, at, uh, at Metcalf, and it just had the, the meme from Get Out. Uh, I seen the Terminator one. Somebody made a Terminator meme, and the Terminator's like, "Call that one." <laughs> Let me oh, see what the, I can't remember that. that then, then the pick itself. Yeah, yeah. Like, people didn't care about the pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the chase down. Baker, he was like, DK hawked my ass. <laughs> I said, respect. 
He's like he hawked my ass, bro. That shit is insane. What do you what do you come from, bro? He was like, what? And he had like a fifteen yard lead. That was some of the that that is the one of the greatest football plays I've probably ever seen. I mean to and then to run through players. I mean to run through players. I mean just nonstop. And the funny thing is, right before he tackles him, he passes. uh, He passes Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson's the last guy, and he made Russell Wilson Wilson look like his ass was walking. He was going so goddamn (laughs) fast. And I mean that was a big deal because I don't know. Did Arizona end up scoring on that drive? I mean, like score a touchdown? Because I mean that. That could have that would have made a huge difference. Like if he would have stopped them, and then the defense would have stopped him or held him to a field goal. Like that's huge. And just to see the heart of this man. Imagine if they got the win. Yeah. Seahawks got the win. Dude, this, this guy's stride. That would have been a game, bro. That dude's a that dude's a freaking nature. That dude was like a fucking lion. That dude's stride was yeah. insane. You think you could beat that man in a race, Julian? You trying to challenge that man to a race? <laughs> Hell, twenty-two <laughs> miles an hour for a guy that big. Like, he's not a small guy. Like, that's insane yeah. to me. Like, that just big. that was the highlight of the game to me. But other than that, I mean, Kyler Murray played out of his mind. Yeah. I mean, he, he did uh, really amazing. Yo, can we can we talk about him, bro? Yeah, he's like the second coming. Of Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah, I was on the it's about Russell Wilson 2.0. Because I was afraid he was going to be like Baker, where he's just inconsistent. But, I mean, these past couple of weeks, and even this whole season as a whole, I mean, he's only really had one bad game. And he's just been, he's been playing out of his mind. I mean, Hopkins is – he. I, it doesn't matter if you put three men on that guy. He's, he's catching that fucking ball. I mean, that team is just good. Kenyon Drake, I think, is top five in rushing this year. Or I think he's actually the second most. I think he's second in the league in rushing. Let me check that. He's Kenyon Drake's that the defense is stepping up. Patrick Peterson got a pick. I I couldn't believe Russell Wilson threw three picks. It did not seem like he threw three picks. That's kind of rare to see, but Arizona's no joke. If they can sure up their defense a little bit, Arizona's the re- I think they're really coming together at the beginning of the season when they beat San Francisco. And then you realize San Francisco is just not looking that great. I mean, Garoppolo's, I think, is garbage. But I think they're really coming together if that defense can, like, that's another one. Imagine if they pick up Stephen Gilmore. You get him on one side and Patrick Peterson on the other. Best corner duo in the league. Like, Dude, Fitzgerald, I can't believe this man's still playing. Like, that's insane. And dude, he was, he's jacked. He had, a, he had a good game, too. He's jacked. He had a good game, too. Uh, like, you look at him, you would have no idea how old he is. Like, that guy, he's he's another one, man. He's just a freak in nature. He's just, he takes his health so serious. But, dude, Arizona, man, I think that was a statement game. That was a statement game to beat Seattle. That was a really big one. If they can really keep it up gotta put them in the top 10 like if they keep i don't know who they play next week um actually have the schedule up they got uh, actually they gotta buy um yeah it looks like they got so they chilling yeah but they're, they're still up there that division is also contentious too i'm looking at the records you know seattle's five and one arizona's five and two la rams five and two so that's also a contentious uh division right now so like you said about Gilmore, like i i wouldn't be surprised to see you know them try to make you know pad that defense but again you have to give up somebody for you know 
you gotta give up players or picks or yards or money or something. I don't know. I don't know how the trades work. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you also got San Francisco, which they might make a turnaround. They have a lot of injuries. They might. I mean, they're three and three. The thing is with Garoppolo, man, I just, he is so bad at the deep ball. He is so garbage. And I remember thinking that during the Super Bowl when we were all watching that at the yeah, Burberry. I remember that. He, he, the, he had, I, um, I think, Debo Samuel wide open. We're all together watching the Super Bowl, yeah. weren't we? Yeah. I remember, <laughs> I remember he had him wide open and for a touchdown, and he overthrew him. It's check down Charlie, bro. That's what fucking yeah. Garoppolo is. He's checked down. He don't check throw past down ten. Charlie. He doesn't throw past yeah, he's ten. Not like a, you know, Aaron Rodgers type Hail Mary. You need to throw a sixty yards it. down the field. He's not that type of quarterback. Or Russell Wilson. Huh. That division, that's gotta be the def- best division in the league. I mean that or and well, he's not a Baker Mayfield, you know, with these game winning drives. He's not elite like yeah. Baker Mayfield. Elite. With these game winning drives, bro. <laughs> very, very uh very generous. Elite. <laughs> but Jojo, tell us about the World Series. I'm not going to lie. I watched like a couple endings of it, and then I was like, ah, I don't really care. So I stopped watching. Man, <laughs> first of all, shout out shout out the, the Yankees of the West. I'll give you that. Dodgers. <laughs> first chip since, what, ni- 1988, I want to say. 1988, first ring. Uh, they made major moves. You know what they went to the last three or five uh world series lost the two um oh got your boy mookie betts you know put all that money into him it was definitely worth it this guy was what stealing bases hitting home runs robbing home runs you know, timely hits you know that mattered but there's one thing, right, that I really want to talk about watching that game six. I was very disappointed. Maybe you'll agree with me, Gabe, if you saw it. Uh, you know, the Rays, you know, you know, that's their style of play. You know, they they have a strong bullpen. You know what I mean? They see some pitchers slipping up, boom, they take them out right away. That's kind of that's how they've been playing, right? They keep the games close, but they're pitching, right? They they do have some great offensive players, but they, they don't really rely on that, right? They keep the games as, as close as they can. Until they strike or they shut down with the pitching. They took your boy out Snell. Six inning. Nine Ks. Gave up only two singles. Zero walks. Was in a groove. Struck out Mookie Betts. Struck out everyone Everyone else on that team, bro. They could have hit him. They were uneasy, off balance. Terrible timing. Oh, afraid. Approach terrible to the plate. They were, they were afraid of this guy. Manager taking him out was the best thing you could have done. You know, that's their style of play. All he did was gave up a single inning. Did he have like nine strikeouts too? He had nine strikeouts. Nine Ks, zero walks. They only gave up two singles. Five should be hits. They took him out. And for me personally, I get that's their style of play. He cost him the game. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So, you know, I caught... I'm not saying I ever caught like professionally or whatever. I caught in, in college. So, um, and when you, I kind of got a sense for, and that's one of the things that I like watching about baseball. Like, so I kind of, I can kind of, what? <laughs> Did you make it to the minors? No, no. <laughs> Gabe's like, yeah, I was, uh, I was single A. Oh, I know. 
<laughs> but as a catcher, you know, you kind of, that's why I like watching about the games. I like watching the catching and, and kind of seeing, you can see the ebbs and flows of the games and you can tell, oh, that's a good inning or a bad inning or he's missing spots. I, that's the, well, personally, I like to watch because I played the position. So I like watching the pitching duels. And here's the thing, man, about any sport, any sport, it can be football, basketball, whatever. Put the ball in your best player's hands, dog. And Snell is their best player, their best pitcher that they have. Uh, best pitcher, best player, period. And to take him out that early, bro, that's like, I don't know, that 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 goes against my instinct. I, I kind of, you know, they made a big deal out of it, and truthfully so. Like, maybe that's what they, you know, normally did during the regular season. But for a playoff dog, you're playing, you're fighting. You're fighting. To play, you're down two games. You need to win this game. You're fighting you the next game. You put need the this ball game. in your best player's hand. And he was playing well. It wasn't even like he sucked or whatever. Maybe they get a hit or whatever. He's playing well. He struck out nine people in six innings. Like, you know what I mean? That, that's a high clip. And he's pitching. And he wasn't even like, you know, 100 pitches or 130 pitches. The guy pitched like 70 pitches. 60, 70. Like, yeah, 60, 70 pitches. He had, he still had like, innings. You know what I mean? He still had game in him. And, and to take him out that early, man, I don't know, dog. The one thing here, here's the here's one the thing. thing. As, Go ahead. Now, I was going to say, going into the series, the, to me, you know, I felt like LA was the favorites. Uh, I think the pitching was pretty even. They, they all have pretty good, you know, bullpen. And the pitching was pretty even. But the one thing that was at a disadvantage where I think LA is the favorite is because LA, they could hit, dog. And not only do they have playoff experience, they have hitters, dog. So if you're going to win the game, you got to play perfect. You got to fucking swing the bat. And if, you know, Tampa's best chance to win is to get hit, uh, to get hits and get on base. And they really, they're not really, uh, that team is not really built to like score a lot, you know, um, unlike the Dodgers, the Dodgers, like we said, the Yankees, they buy, they buy their bats. So, you know, they're always going to produce dog, you know, Mookie bet's going to come up, you know, Bellinger, you know, Seager, all these Turner, all these guys, they're going to swing and they're going to move the ball. So, um, you know, take that back to, to Snell. Snell can't score runs when he's pitching, right? You're playing defense and he's your best, your best pitcher. Um, it was premature to take him out. Um, but kind of, you know, you need your, your team to score, uh, to score as well. So it's not just defense, uh, but you need a team to score. And, you know, like I said, I was kind of rooting for Tampa, they won't run. but you know, I knew LA was a good team though. Cause they've been in the playoffs. They've yeah. been under that pressure. They have the hitters, they have the pitchers. They were slated to win. So, you know, for yeah. Tampa to win, they had to play perfect. They had to hit the ball and they didn't. Um, and, and just to take them out in that game six, man, don't, Put the ball in your best player's hand. I'll put the ball in his hands and let him perform. That's why you pay him the big bucks. Like and that's this, why he's bro. your best player, dog. That's why he's your ace. Because he's the best pitcher bets. on the team. Key bets had the lowest slugging percentage against left-handed pitchers in the league. And he already struck him out twice that game. And then you take him out and he's dealing. Now, as a former player, right? You know what that does for you? You're as a hitter, right? can't get a hit, you know, guys got you off balance. For 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 the coach or manager to take the pitcher out, do you know that your confidence boost on that? Yeah. They're like, finally, that, that was literally them. They said, thank <laughs> God. <laughs> and then guess what happened? Three runs. Now, here's, here's the argument. Saying, all right, did, did the manager make the right, I meant the wrong decision in taking them out? Or did it, like, put in the wrong reliever like he just they shouldn't have just taken him out entirely they should have taken him out bro he's pitching well he's playing well he's playing a good game imagine lebron james at the third quarter he's putting up whatever 30 points he's got uh 10 you know uh 10 assists 
And then you just, you know, you're playing, uh, you know, you're playing for a championship and then just sit him down. And imagine, I don't know, LeBron James or, or somebody sitting down in the third quarter, you just take him out the game and he just never plays the rest of the game. Like how you would like look at your coach and be like, what the hell is he doing? Why is LeBron James sitting on the bench? Why is AD sitting on the bench? Like this is for the championship. Like we're trying to play to win. Why would you sit him down? Yeah, so to cram. take, I think it wasn't just, uh, they, they did what they normally do during the regular season, but still like. Yeah. You're playing, you're fighting for your life. You have to win two games. You have to win this game now so you can play tomorrow and win. You know what I mean? So your your back is against the wall. To, to take the ball out of his hands, that was just that was just the wrong move. You know what I mean? And he's got to live with that. Um, you know, I don't know if Tampa's gonna, you know, we'll see how, how good they are next year. Um, they still got a pretty good team. Their pitching is very well, but you know, um, I don't know what's gonna go on with the baseball season. I don't know how long it's gonna be. Um yeah. You know, because now next year, now here comes back, here comes the Red Sox. They're going to have another chance to go to the World uh, the World Series, and here comes the Yankees. They're going to have another chance to get into the playoffs. So this was your chance, man, and I don't know, man. You dropped the ball, man. You took the ball out the kids' hands for, you know, no apparent reason other than, I don't know. Tough division right there, bro. Tough That's div- a tough division, division to get out of. Yeah. No, and, bro, they got through Toronto first round, got through the Yankees second round. And got through the Astros in the third round. They do it again. No, obviously I'm going for the Yankees, but like again, like this was their shot. Right? They kind of slipped up at the end. Um, but another controversial topic. Again, congrats, you know, LA Dodgers, two rings. Lakers got the first one. No, uh, also Kobe, real quick, just did it. So I think that game would have went to Game Seven. I think. You know what would have happened, right? What I what I uh, said last. It just wouldn't show. It would have put in Clayton. Clayton <laughs> Clay, I can't even have the pitch. And then and no hitter. Pitched. Then he would have choked. No hitter. Well, actually performed very well this this no series. He was he was like two and zero. Had a couple Ks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But if they put in Kershaw, man, with his track record in the playoffs, oh my god! Oh, you got to. I think one of the greatest pitchers ever, man. And I said it was a guarantee respect. that he was throwing a no hitter. Put some respect that? on his name. Game seven, no hitter, World no, Series, man. most clutch performance ever right. made by a pitcher in MLB history since 1859, right. when they were playing right. wiffle ball bats. <laughs> wiffle ball bats. Yo, check this. They took turnaround. I don't know if you know, Gabe. He tested positive for COVID in the middle of the game. Oh, you're talking about that guy? Like, he celebrated? He celebrated with yeah, the team and then, like, mid he played, How he was playing did the game. that happen? Yeah, they took him out. How does that happen? But here's the thing. Here's another thing, game. too. Because they took him out, I think, in the seventh inning. I think they took him out. He just disappeared. Yeah. Um, but I heard that the test was positive. They, they found the, the news. The league knew in the second inning. So, man's played four innings. Um, while the league was trying to figure out with the players association, what I heard was because they're all in the same building. Cause you know, the Rob Manfred wow. was in the building. Uh, the players, uh, union rep was also in the building cause they're watching the playoffs. That's like, they usually go to the games and watch the championship game. So this man played for six innings while they decided what they're going to do with Turner. So they knew from everybody knew, um, Turner knew in the sixth inning, uh, the players union knew in the sixth, uh, second inning. And, um, uh, Rob Manfred knew in the second inning, and they waited until the seventh inning. They said, "Okay, pull him," and then you know they won the game, obviously, and then Finesse. he came back out. Yeah, I'm just confused. How did that happen? Don't back out, no mask. 
hanging around his teammates, celebrating. Hey, I give you that. You want to celebrate? You know, still in the middle of a pandemic, bro, and you were tested positive. I don't know how comfortable I feel with you being around my family members and me passing it on to everybody. The kids, you know, the babies out there. Honestly, dude, fuck it. That man. Crazy. I, apparently, I heard he went to the he went to the World Series like twice and lost it. This is like your childhood dream. If everybody's chill with it, fuck it. Like you know, I, like, I won the fucking World oh, Series. In the moment, my- in, in the moment, it's somebody. God forbid, God forbid, it's hospitalized. You know, that was in that area. Then now you're not thinking about the championship. You're thinking about everything else going on. So I mean, I just feel like yo, we got to take precaution regardless. You know what I mean? Well, I don't understand how that happened in the first place. How, how do they get results midway through the game? Don't they like like every sport? Don't they test before the games and they understand like how how would they clear him to play without actually getting his results? I don't know, man. MLB is so weird, dog, because they were playing games back to back and then they skipped game every other day. They the schedule is super super weird. Um, but this is like it's kind of it's kind of you know I think it looks bad not just only on Turner because everybody's talking about Turner in LA they just let him go out there no this is bad on the league because you know why earlier in the year you know like was it's bad the first on the team when baseball it's bad came on back the franchise the management the Marlins were made fun of for getting positive tests and going out to play and you know how they shut everything down and you know everybody's on Twitter or I'm on Twitter so everybody's on Twitter talking shit about the Marlins ah oh, COVID nineteen nah, 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 they're talking about their tootsies and shit or whatever the fuck. Um, you know, they shut down the game. They didn't even get to play for like a week or two. And, you know, the modern schedule, they had to double up um, with a lot of double headers because so the game. So really what happened, what, what I heard what happened was, is the first test came back inconclusive. And really what you're supposed to do is treat that inconclusive test like a positive test. So he shouldn't have been playing from the jump. Yeah. MLB shouldn't have had him out there from the jump, but they let him play. And then the other test came back in the second inning. And like I said, they waited. Third inning, fourth inning, fifth inning, sixth inning. Then they take them on the seventh inning. And by that time, like, to, to play, like, that many innings, four innings, that's like an hour of baseball. So for, like, an hour, the man was out there. He, sh- he should have been starting. And then when you found out that he was out there for, like, another hour, and you know what I mean? So, you know, everybody's talking about L.A. and, and, and him coming back out. But I think this looks bad on the league. This is bad on uh, Rob, uh, Rob Manfred because, you know, it either – if you're going to test, right, the only reason why you test is because you care about the results, right? If you don't give a nope. damn about the results, don't even do the test. Like, if you don't, if the league didn't give a damn about COVID-19, why are you testing? If he's going to test positive and you're going to let him play anyways, what's the point of doing a test? Because you don't you don't care if he's positive or negative, so just let him play. You know but what is, I mean? that so, the, is that um, the league's fault? Or is that the, I don't know how baseball is, but I know with, like, football, every all the teams are held responsible for the testing and all that stuff. So wouldn't that be yeah. on fault from the LA Dodgers, like the management there? Well, if you remember at the beginning of the year, um, you know, the big, you know, the baseball shouldn't even happen. Cause there was like a week or two, like in July where we didn't even know if we're going to have baseball because there was a, a disputes between the players union and the league, uh, the commissioner, which is, you know, like the owners. So the owners and the players union, uh, they were fighting over, you know, specifically what is what is, you know, now that we know COVID-19 is here, what are the protocols? They had to agree on, you know, the games and all the rule changes. So they had to agree on that stuff beforehand, before the season even started. So they agreed on certain protocols of COVID-19 that the teams all agreed, the owners and the players agreed to. Uh, and so this was just a violation of that agreement. Um, so they said they're investigating. and But like I said, this is not really OK. Yeah, uh, Turner shouldn't have been out there. Um, but as well, I think this looked bad on Rob Manford because they didn't give a damn from jump. Like I said, yeah. they, they should have treated him like positive. He shouldn't have played at all from the beginning. 
And then when you find out in the second inning, he should have pulled, been pulled immediately, not wait, you know, four or five innings to pull him out of the game. Um, so they're, 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 they're all like, going to know what's going on, you know. Everybody was in the building. It's not like, oh, there's some guy there like, oh, I got to go to Alaska to go. Sit. No, everybody was in the building. All the all the reps. Rob Manfred was in the building. L.A., obviously, they're playing. Uh, you can easily go downstairs. Yeah, you can go downstairs, go into the back, into the league, uh, into the back, into the players' rooms and say, hey, you got you, you to sit or you got to quarantine or whatever the hell. Um, so this was just a mismanagement by the league, I think, in my opinion. Not only the Dodgers, but the, the league itself. I'm sure, I'm sure they're all... Uh... I'm sure they're all just going to quarantine before they get home anyways. Uh, they're all going to quarantine test. and or I don't know if they're on their own with, with that, but I'm sure they're all going to quarantine and then test and see if they come back negative before they all go home. I'm sure of it. I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what you think, but you never know. Like, well, I'm saying it depends on the person. Now, I mean, like, I'm saying if somebody really cares, if, if yeah. you're a player and you care, then you'd wait before you go home. I mean, I, de- I mean... If if you're a player and you're just like whatever, fuck it, or if you have the antibodies or your family has it, then you just go home, whatever. But I mean, if you have somebody that you're worried about and you're going home, they're probably going to quarantine, and I'm sure the MLB would probably cover it or the team. Say, oh, I don't know what's agreed upon. I don't know what's in their in their rules. But right now, technically, the season's over, so they're not playing baseball. Season's so. over. There's no. Yeah, there's no reason. There's no, 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 but I'm saying, I'm saying personally on their own. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, technically, the MLB can be held responsible if, like Gabe was saying, they if, if so, therefore the players yeah, they, they, the, they have to go home regardless. That the season's yeah. over, they have to go home. Yeah. I mean, they're going to at home, but they're no. They're, you know, what I'm it. saying is no, but what I'm okay, saying yeah. is what I'm saying is though the players union come out and like I don't know, put some sort of say that like hey look the league has to cover so and so because they they fucked up then they stay another two weeks or whatever like i said even if they don't cover it i'm sure anybody who who is worried they're gonna they're you don't think a player's gonna wait if they're you think they're just gonna go right back home knowing that they're positive if they're if they're worried on their i mean they make millions of dollars they can they can hold for a hotel for like a week or two they they test themselves just like yeah they might test themselves yeah. to, to, to know for themselves, but if I'm Rob Rob Manfred and I already mismanaged this, I don't want to test any players. Why? Because because I risk the chance of it being a positive test. So it's like not only do we get a positive test before the game, but now afterwards, I tested all these people who are around him at the World Series and on the field and taking pictures and kissing babies, and now they also test positive. So as a commissioner, that'll make me look bad. So if I'm the league, I'm the commissioner, I'm the owners, I'm Rob Manfred. I don't want to test nobody. And I'm not I'm sure that, about that. You know, people will go home and test themselves, but if I'm no, the league, yeah, I don't want to know. You're, you're talking about shit. individually. Yeah. You're saying, yeah, if yeah. you're so worried. You're Cause you're, cause you're saying like, Oh, you might feel bad if you go home, but I'm sure any player that is worried or has somebody who is vulnerable, they're probably going to hold off before they go yeah. back home. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, regardless you know, the whole point was having a player out there that you knew was positive. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's the Dodgers' fault. I'm not sure how much of that's on the MLB, but from what I can tell, I think that the Dodgers should be the one administering the test and everything, and they're the ones that put them out there at the end of the day. Because I'm I'm sure they have a COVID reserve list, just like any other. And list, yeah, especially. of course they ignored it. They they again like they found out in the second inning, then they didn't yeah. make a decision. That's, that's what I'm saying. I don't. That's the team itself. I don't so, know how much it is to blame on the MLB more so than the Dodgers, but 
But here's the thing: they shut down the Marlins. Here's the, here's the, here's the Marlins were supposed to play the Cardinals, and they shut it down. You know, they, you know, there was that big thing that happened this year. Like I said, everybody making fun of the Marlins, and they shut it down. So that's what should have happened in this situation. You have a player with a positive test; he tested positive twice. He, it should have been shut down. He should have been playing. Should have been out there. Here's yeah, my, I mean, just like football. You, just like man. football. Here's wait. Here's my question to you. So you think it's the Dodgers' fault, right? And they obviously knew. Now, and everyone knows the league knows. You know, second inning. You know. You find out he was tested positive. Should there be repercussions? For what? Wait, you're saying for knowing should the, and should the Dodgers knowing an active player? Yeah, should should they be punished by the league? Not removing him from the game. I mean, I don't yeah. know the details. So you're saying that they knew by the second inning a hundred percent that he was he had a test that came out positive. They then didn't shoot him until the seventh. I I don't even think that's the biggest issue. I think the biggest issue is how the how the timing of the test was bad. They should have the test. All everything should come up before they even play the game. And if he had an inconclusive result, they either should have tested him and did a rapid test before the game started, or if they that, didn't have that, that means, point. then they should. That was game's point. Doubt that. That yeah, Gabe made that point. My question is now, stating that they knew, should the Dodgers be punished? They're probably going to get fined. I mean, they're probably going to get fined. I think. I mean, look at the NFL. I think they're. I don't know how much. Gabe, your mic, your screen went green. Yeah, you want to turn off your camera and turn it back on. All right, there you go. Uh, I mean, they're probably going to get fined. Uh, for sure. <clears throat> I know the NFL, I mean, they were finding coaches like $150,000 if we're not for not wearing masks. Yeah, like mid game, which I don't really agree with because these guys are all getting tested. They're just like players. There's no difference. So I don't understand why they have to wear a mask and then get fined $150,000 for it if they're in the same situation as the players where they're getting tested consistently. You know what I mean? So if they're showing up negative, I don't, I guess I don't see why it's, why it's different for coaches than it is players. If everybody who's at that game is all getting the same amount of testing and the same amount of stuff, which I thought, I think that's wrong personally, but I'm sure they're going to end up finding the, the Dodgers, some whoever is responsible or just the organization as a whole. Yeah. Well, to end this topic, uh, congrats to the Dodgers once again. First chip since 1988. LA, City of Champions. Now, big topic for Julian here. And favorite, UFC. UFC 254, Justin Gaethje versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh I think Khabib solidified himself this week as the greatest lightweight to ever do it. He ended up retiring at the end of the fight after submitting Gaethje in a triangle choke, which I was actually kind of surprised. I, th- I was kind of surprised it ended early. Um, now Khabib is retiring with only one round loss ever. 29-0 and 0 with only one round he lost, and that was against McGregor. Round two, three, round two, I think. 
He's got to be. The, he, and then I think the UFC is doing him right. I mean, even John Jones came out. I was like, look, I'll take down my crown as the number one pound for pound, pound for pound fighter in the UFC right now. And I'll gladly give it to him, which I think he rightfully deserves it. Um, Justin Gaethje, was, he was putting up a good fight. He was killing him with those leg kicks. His Khabib's, Khabib's um, leg was super red. But just what I predicted, Khabib was going to keep on going after him on the takedowns. Gaethje couldn't stop. He stopped him, I think, on the first one, but he kept on going. He finally took him down. Gaethje ended up getting submitted because he didn't properly use his jiu-jitsu to just get on his back. He was trying to keep, kept on trying to get up, kept on trying, kept on showing his back to Khabib, and then he ended up getting exposed. Uh, Khabib first went for the arm bar. He didn't get it, and then then Gaethje tried to get back up, and then Khabib then held on and then brought him in and gave him the triangle choke. Um, Khabib, I mean, he's... I remember your prediction, though. You were saying it's going to go... All the way, decision. Five rounds. He said decision. Yeah. What, was my, what was my prediction? Basically, you said you are going to submit him. I didn't... I honestly had... I would have never guessed he would have submitted him. I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought Gaethje would have submitted him. That was honestly really shocking. I thought it was going to go to decision or possibly a TKO. But hey, I mean, he, the man can do it all. TKO. He can. He can. No. He can. He can strike with him. I think his striking is underrated. I mean, it's not his best thing, obviously, but I think he can hold hold up with the best of them. Uh, but Khabib, man, I mean, the dude's insane. It, it sucks. I would have liked him to Connor to probably get a rematch because Connor was the only one that could that took a round on him. Which still baffles me. Like I still can't believe that he's only one. That's insane. That's an insane story. That was insane. He's to only hear about. Lost. And it kind of what I said happened was happened. The only difference is that he actually got the submission. But what how Khabib got exposed was exactly how I said he was. I mean, I mean not Khabib. Gaethje got exposed exactly how I said it was. I think Gaethje's definitely going to be the runner up. I think they're going to let. Um, Justin Poirier and McGregor, if that fight ends up coming through in January, um, if they can get that done, <clears throat> Dana White can get that done, they're going to fight for the belt. I The thing is, like, man, with Justin Gage, he's definitely getting it. He's definitely the next patient's get the slots. Like, I don't see anybody else. Uh, like I said, Gage is definitely in the title contention. <clears throat> he's definitely going to be the next championship fight. But, man, even if he was to win it, you couldn't help but, like, in the back of your mind, think about, like, man, but I didn't actually beat the guy. And it's like, <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's like, even if he ends up winning it because the, 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 this could be retired, you always got to have that in the back of your mind, like, but am I really the guy? Cause I didn't beat the guy. And to beat the, and to be the guy, you got to beat the guy. Uh-huh. Gotta beat but, the guy. Sure, I agree only, with that statement. You only you'll never be the guy. You, that was his chance. He, he, if if you lost to the best fighter in the world, you're not the best fighter in the world. I feel like. Yeah, but you can only fight who's in front of you. So like, yeah, I I think eventually he'll get over it. I mean, I I don't see why. He, but I think that'll always be. I don't think he. I don't think Justin Gaethje. Like from what I've gathered from him from his interviews and stuff, I don't think he really cares that much. But I think that'll always be a hit on his legacy. Is that he? He didn't beat Khabib, and but we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm really excited to see what the future is for light lightweight uh title. 
it's going to be great. Um, I'm really glad Khabib won. I mean, especially with everything that's happened to him with his his father and everything. And that's why he ended up retiring, not even because he was old, but because he he couldn't do another camp without his dad there training. And uh, it was really hard for him to do this one. But, you know, I, I mean, he didn't lose a step whatsoever. The dude's great. You know what I thought was funny though through that fight because Black Ops Cold War is coming out and they're like advertise they were like the big advertiser for that fight and then like the championship fight is Khabib from Russia versus uh a Gaethje from uh, the Midwest I, was, I just thought that was hilarious but but um yeah I mean it's it ironic huh it's a great fight I mean I watched the undercard too uh, Robert Whitaker's a fucking beast he's definitely next in line. Um, other than that, there wasn't really any other fights I cared too much about. I don't think I really watched them. There's a lot of knockouts, but yeah, that was a, that was a great fight. I mean, shout out to Khabib. I think Gaethje is probably going to be the future of this, uh, of that division. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you guys watched it or saw the highlights at all. I saw the highlights. I, I saw on Twitter cause it was an early, uh, early fight. It was like at four o'clock or five o'clock or something. Yeah. They're switching. So I, I just saw the. I don't know where was Fight Island at. I think it was like in was it like Abu Dhabi or something. Abu Dhabi. That's because um, Dana White was saying because this is the first like pay per view that's like during the day, <clears throat> and Dana White was saying that because UFC has now become a global sport, and now that they're fighting all over the world and everything, you know, they don't always they don't want to just cater to the United States time, which I'm fine with. I thought it was great watching it at like three thirty. I was like, thank God, because it's a nightmare sometimes trying to sometimes i'm at that bar and i'm just so fucking tired it's like one o'clock and i had a few drinks and it's yeah. just like making me sleepy as hell but all those times we went out to watch the me. mcgregor fights like waiting for this fight like all right it's yeah. 1 a.m now like is this guy gonna get into the, the ring like yeah i'm down <laughs> I'm be if, a, if a fight ends early like they always like try to extend like uh the story all the way to like midnight till they start on it like they don't start walking out until like midnight or something yeah, it's not uh, usually the main card almost always starts at 10, but then I mean, it varies depending on how long those previous fights are, how many title fights they are, and all that. Yeah, great fight though, really good. Now for those picks of the week, picks of the week. Uh, let's go back to the NFL. All right, Gabe, what is our rankings? So, yeah. guys, we've been doing picks every single week. It's our third week now. Uh, what do we rank off, guys? Who's in a lead for our NFL picks and predictions? So, right now, uh, it's me and Julian are tied. We're both uh, – uh, actually, me and JoJo are both tied, 19 and 9. And Julian is 20, right. 20, and ten, uh, 20 and 8. This man is hype. He's up one game. One He's game. Up one game. He's up one game. Ready? Ready went back 12 and 2 last week. Guys, excited. 12 and 2. Trust my predictions. Hammer, hammer down that fucking that that Vegas line because I got your picks for you. I really should start putting my money down on those money lines. Oh, honestly, man, you're about to start losing some people money. If you guys are listening, don't trust Julian's picks. He, he, he might lose you some money. Go to Vegas. Trust me. Go to Vegas with your, your little allowance either. Don't do it. Damn, they, they really need to allow. Uh, a sports gambling here in Florida soon, I'm sure. Hopefully, soon. That'll probably happen. 
Probably all the it's because all the casinos down here. It just gets political. All right. You all got right, the so schedule, the Gabe, or you want me to get it? Yeah, I'll write it down, too. All right, I'll, t- I'll say the schedule then. Oh. All right. It's just down with tonight's game, actually. Oh, yeah. Right now. Tonight's Carolina's, Thursday night. Carolina's going on. Carolina. The score is seven, seven to six, and it's two minutes left in the first. Seven to six. I got ATL because your boy Gurley's on the fantasy, so I got to go for him right now. Go for Atlanta. I'm going to go Carolina because they always try to find a way to lose. Carolina, Carolina. <laughs> Atlanta always finds a way to lose. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Now I got faith in them tonight, though. I'm feeling good. I think I'm gonna take Carolina. I think Teddy Bridgewater. He's actually kind of surprised me a little bit. And then once they get Christian McCaffrey back, I think that team, their potential, like they're in the hunt for sure. They get McCaffrey back. But you know, I saw his brother play the other day. I was like, what the hell? He has a brother. In college football, it's a running back, too. He plays really well. I forgot what team it was for. I was shocked. I was like, what the hell? I didn't know. What's the next game? All right, next game. Game of the week. We got Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Ooh, division rival. Baltimore. Add it down. Uh, I'm going to go Pitt. I think they got a better defense. These are really good playoff teams. They'll see each other. They'll be on opposite ends of the bracket. Like I said, statement game for Baltimore. Got to get this dub over the Steelers. I'm going to go Pitts. You want to get a Super Bowl bucket. You know what I'm saying? You got to start beating the best teams out here. You're going Pitt. Look at Jackson out here. I think, I think Pittsburgh's defense is going to shut them down. They don't really have any weapons other than Mark Andrews, honestly. Yeah, Ingram. Was yeah. Great. I mean, the defense is stout, though. All right, next game, we got Fins Up, Gabe, versus Los Angeles Yo, Rams. Fins Up. It's two a time. I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go Rams winning this, man. I believe in Jared Goffmore. I got him on the uh, team. I think the Rams. Damn, I don't real. I mean, I can definitely see that happening, but damn, bro, you're not even gonna defend your Dolphins a little bit. You're not even give them a little hope with Tua. No, no he can't. Really not his first game. That's a tough. Beat first Jets twenty four zero. Whatever. That's a tough force. That's a tough first start is against the Rams. Especially, I mean, you got Jalen Ramsey on the other side, and you got Aaron Donald. Well. Like that's a tough task. It's a brings great players, man. That's it. You just got to throw them in the fire, see if he comes out. But I'm taking and Rams. Makes, uh, diamonds, bro. I'm going Rams, though. <laughs> you got Julian. I got Rams. You got the Rams, too? Yeah. So we're all going Rams. I don't think oh, they need Good luck to Tua. Good luck, Tua. Don't, don't get eaten up. I heard Gabe's going to that game. I think he's going to perform decent. He's going to have a good game. It's gonna be fun, dude. That'd be that. That Los Angeles Rams defense kind of good. Next game we got yes. the New York Jets versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's go. I'm not, even talk about, I'm not even gonna pick. I'm not gonna make a pick because you already know. Let's go Jets. Know. I didn't have to say it. I didn't have yeah, to say yeah. It. definitely, definitely not back in NY on this one again. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Let's go Jets. Hey, see, you. I'm, tra- I'm just trying to be realistic. Let's skip to the next game. I didn't have to say. No, nah, I got Kansas City. I'm just like, I'm not, I want the chest to win. 
Minnesota at Green Bay. I got Green Bay. I trusted Aaron Rodgers. He's going to bounce back. He's going to smooth them. He's going to smooth them. They played already uh, earlier in the year. I think that was like maybe the first game. And, I, man, that Minnesota defense, that secondary is terrible. Hot take. Minnesota's tanking. That's why they got, that's why they got rid of you in Nagakwe for picks. Because they gave us, they gave the Jags picks, second rounder, and like some other picks for him. So that, as soon as I saw that they were getting rid of him, I was like, yep, they're tanking. They're, they're going to pick some, but they're picking somebody up. I don't know who, but. Yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't, I said you just called that out too. I don't see any hope for that team. But uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, man, this guy's going to be out there doing Andrew, uh, Aaron Rodgers things, man. Especially against that team, easy dub. Julian, who you got? Green Bay. We're all there. All right. So next game. All right. Somebody call an upset, man. This is actually a good <laughs> one. This is actually a good one. And I think this is a statement game for the Detroit Lions because they are facing off against the Indianapolis Colts. That is a good game right there. I think I'm I think the Chiefs come back. One. I don't know if this is a good game. I think it's gonna be an interesting game. I don't know if it's good. Indianapolis is good. Give me Indy. Going Indy? Yeah, yeah. I don't trust in the Detroit Lions. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I'm going Indianapolis. I'm going going Indianapolis. But I think it's going to be a close game. I think this is a statement game because, I mean, Detroit, they beat Jags and then they beat Atlanta. So... I mean, they won two straight, but well, Atlanta, they're great you know, teams. Atlanta tends to give games, so. And then we suck. No, say B. Suck, so. All right. But, you know, handouts. Yeah, they gave it to the Cowboys. They gave that one game to the Cowboys. Can't cover up a damn kick, a kick, a fake kick or something. And they choked to the Bears. Remember that? Fucking DeAndre Swift dropped the ball to, like week one. Dropped the ball for the touchdown. That was terrible. I got the Colts well. What's the next game? All right. Vegas at Cleveland. Can Baker This is an interesting game to me. This is an interesting game to me. All right. This one's interesting. This one's interesting. I'll back my boy, Mayfield, at home, coming off a game-winning drive. Playing a great team. Playing a great team. OBJ's out, like you said. I open up opportunities for other players, and he might just be more comfortable. Less pressure. The confidence is there. I feel like the confidence is there and he's at home. He has to get the win. Going Browns. I'm going Las Vegas. I'm going Vegas. I think Vegas, Vegas pretty good. I think they're pretty good. I mean, every every team they go against, even if they lose, it's close. And I think yeah. Vegas, man, they're just they're missing that one little like it factor that just like puts them over the edge because they're a good team. And I don't watch them enough to really know. I don't know if it's the defense or if it's Derek Carr or what. But I just feel like they're always like right there, but they just can't close out games. And they just need that last little bit of edge to like really just like take it home. I hope it's a shootout, but I'm going to go Vegas. I think Vegas put up like 30-40, and I think they can do it. I'm going to go Vegas too. I don't, I don't trust – Baker Mayfield has one good game, and the next game he's ass, so – Oh, man. I, I think we'll do two games in a row. I think he can do it. Let's see. Now we got Tennessee at Cincinnati. Joey gets his ass beat Burrow this week. Oh. I 
I'm going Tennessee. So he gets his ass beat. Bro. I think Tennessee is on a roll. They're a really fun team. I think they're like kind of the Cinderella team oh, this year. Oh. Tennessee. I, as much as I hate fucking Tennessee because they're just our rivals and I can't stand watching them succeed, but they are good. Like I thought after seeing how they played against Pittsburgh, they're the real deal. They're they're really good. And that defensive line is gonna absolutely obliterate Joey. Get a shit rocked, Burrow. He <laughs> should just change his uh Instagram name to that. <laughs> See how man's get big and beat down. It's gonna be another beat down from a team that gives beat downs. So <laughs> I already know where I'm going. Ten, we all got Tennessee. All right. It's not it's not Cincy, by the way. I don't know if you got that. <laughs> so man, I try to give him benefit of the doubt. I mean, it's his rookie season, but yo, it's just a whole line. Man, they're not helping homeboy out. Not doing it for him. I don't think I've ever seen an O line this bad. Like this is fucking they're not. Bad. They're not doing it. They're not doing it for him. <laughs> All right, now we got the bounce back game for Cam Newton versus the Buffalo Bills. You know what, bro? Honestly, I'm gonna take this one. I I, I think I'm not gonna give up faith in Cam yet. They went out. It's probably their best receiver. But Buffalo played a terrible game as well, and I'm I'm just rooting for Cam, man. I, I feel like New England, they're going to figure out a way to get this win so they, they don't fall behind two and five. Get the win three and four, they're still in it. In New England. I think Buffalo, just for the sake of just being like, just for the sake of that team, they have to win. Apparently under that regime of Sean McDermott, they are 0-7 against New England. They have not beaten New England at all. Josh Allen's never beat him. Nobody on that team has beaten New England. And this is a statement game. This is like to say, like, all right, look, fuck you, Bill Belichick. We're taking this goddamn division. We've been the bottom to your top for too fucking long now. Like, yeah. they got they got to win this. But I don't know, man. I don't. I after seeing how they played against the goddamn Jets. Like they barely won that game, and like they were hot at first. But I really, I really, I don't know if Buffalo's that good as we're making him out to be at first. It's going to be a close game. If I really had to pick, they're in JoJo's hometown of Buffalo, so. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he's yeah, going right. for Buffalo. Still have never stepped foot in I'm kind of su- I'm kind of surprised he's not going for his hometown team. So I'm gonna go for the Bills. Uh, I'm going Buffalo. Been there. They're, they're the better team <laughs> in the division. Buffalo. Buffalo. Right, let's see. All right. Predictions here. We got uh, Denver Broncos versus Los Angeles Chargers, and it's at Denver. Denver's got a crowd now. It's a good game. I think uh, Denver has really if it's an away game, but I'm going to go Chargers on this one. I'm going to go Chargers. I think Justin Herbert is such a better quarterback than Drew Locke. That I think Drew good. Locke is that boy good. Drew Locke's ass. Jesus, that boy Herbert that. is dealing, bro. This guy is racking up yards every single game. I also yeah, have dropped four. But I, dropped can't, uh, I can't go against the Broncos. Oh, I'm going Broncos. Drew Locke's terrible. Then he get rid of 
bad. Uh, but don't say that too loudly. Don't say that too loudly, though. Come on. Some of us are embarrassed. They got nobody. Most of them embarrassed. Then he pull out John Elway out from the fucking box office and put his ass out. They need to bring back Peyton Manning. 2015 Manning. Peyton Manning is coach. John Elway come back and play on the field. All right, we got... This is a good game. San Francisco versus Seattle. Ooh, it's easy for me. Seattle, baby. Seattle, baby. San Francisco might put up a fight, but I'm going to go Seattle. All right, now Apple we got is not winning in the shootout against Wilson. The trash alone. Um, we got New Orleans at Chicago. I don't know what to think of fucking Chicago, dude. Like, I really don't. They just like they they just come off trash, but somehow they still win games. I think their offense is terrible. They, I don't think they got anybody. Their best player is Nick Foles, but they have no help around him. You know, their their running backs suck, man. Montgomery and Cohen. They stink. Um, the only Nick thing they Foles have is, is a championship defense. You know, they almost made it to the playoffs last year. Uh, so their defense is really, really good, but they have no offensive help. So I'm going to go New Orleans just because they have Taysom Hill. Yeah, all they have is Allen Robinson, and that's it. And then he has trash-ass Nick Foles throwing to him. Like Chicago's like that ugly dude that somehow picks up chicks. Like I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> 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 that's literally what they are. Like I don't, I don't get it, but so, they they're funny. They must be funny or something. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But he's, he's got a big funny. dick. That's what it is. It's big dick Nick. <laughs> big dick Nick. Who uh, got New Orleans? New Orleans. You got JoJo. I'm going Nola. Damn, got to do some separation. All right, all right. Here so we go. Team. Right here. Sunday night football, NFC East rivals go against each other once again. We got the Dallas Cowboys, boy, boy, boys, at Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders versus the Eagles. I'm going to Eagles. Cowboys 2020. Cowboys 2020. Going Eagles. They're at home. Carson Wentz is playing. I don't know who the fuck is throwing the ball over in Dallas because then Andy Dalton get hurt. So it's like, bro, honestly, in that division, bro, it's all just bragging rights. So Carson wins that game. They they play. One team beats the other. They're just gonna talk the rest of the season like I beat you. That's it. That's all they care about. This is for the division lead. Cowboys have the lead right now in the division, and they got like what two wins, like. God, Philly, uh, Philly can take yeah. the lead right now. Philly's probably the best team in that. In that. The Giants in what the Washington? Yeah, I got Philly. Oh I think God. they're just a better team, Philly? even though they suck. I think their offensive line is terrible. Carson Wentz is being oh, railed out there. Yo, fly Eagles, fly. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles too, but I don't give a damn about this game. I hate the Cowboys. Sunday I night care well, I'm hoping for a tie. At least if we get a tie, then hoping. Gabe's always got one game that's got to be a tie. He's like, I want to tie. Mark that down. He's I want to tie. tie. I want to be zero zero. <laughs> three three zero zero. No, it should be it should be two, three two. We get a safety. Three three, bro. Three, no three. three three two. No two two. They both get fucking safeties. Like, yeah. All right, Monday Night Football, final game of the week. We got JoJo's New York Giants versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Never say that. 
Although I would say that's my team again. <laughs> no, no JoJo's New York Giants. <laughs> JoJo's favorite player, Daniel Jones. He's got a jersey. You said, versus who? You said Tampa? Yeah. Yeah, Tampa. We oh, even have to vote on oh, one. Do we, do we have? How did they get a Monday we night football game? That's the real question. How the hell did the York, Giants? The market. The, fuck? the Giants haven't been That's good it. since. Like fuck. You got to think they're gonna they're gonna put it's Tom total. Brady versus. Versus the Giants, who were you know beat them in the playoffs. I guess that's why they marketed. it. That's not they the made same. It prime time. I don't know. <laughs> that's it's the only thing I can think of. I'm going well, to you them. know that they paid a lot of money to get that screen time. They either really really under. wanted Brady on screen. They paid a lot of money. I'm going Tampa. Right. Tampa, Tampa. Uh, let's Julian. You want to call the Giants upset? <laughs> yeah. Nah, you want to call the Giants upset? He just wants me to lose so he can get ahead of me in the records. Bro, I'm gonna need a extra dub. So I'm gonna. I don't think we really separated, have we? Did we go? I mean, we didn't really go separate on a lot of picks. Uh, uh we split on Pitt, Baltimore. Uh, no Denver. We split Indy, Indy, Detroit. Uh, JoJo went for New England. I don't know why, but okay. <laughs> LAC. We split, we split on a couple of these games, like maybe half of them. A lot of them. Were, yeah, we split on the good ones. A lot of them were. They're just going to be blowouts. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be an upset or two in there. I'm telling you guys, there's going to be an upset or two. Maybe. Be surprised. Happens. Happens every week. Every week. All right, then. All right, so that's it with the picks. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. That's all the picks. All right, guys. It's a wrap. Another great episode. Episode three. Halloween guys, episode. You know, st- stay tuned. You know what I mean? Happy Halloween. Everybody be safe. Again, congrats to the Dodgers. Congrats to Khabib. A lot of moves being made in the NFL. You know, hopefully, I win my picks this week. Good luck to you guys. Have a great night, everybody. Hey, yo, you know what time it is? What time is it? Time. Two time, baby. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> forget to follow us on uh, all our social medias. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media. Real. Real fans. Podcast. Let's go. All right. See you guys next week.